Being a famous writer is an experience that few others can relate to. Even for those who ascend to the realm of celebrity in another field, I'm sure there is an entire set of rules and baggage that comes along with being a well-respected actor, musician, or politician. But the difference lies in the fact that the fame of these figures relies almost entirely on them being recognized. Us authors, on the other hand, might as well not even exist. For some, this is a huge blessing, preferring a world of day-to-day -day anonymity where one can buy a coffee in the morning without being photographed or go to the bookstore without being asked to sign something. On the other hand, a little recognition might be nice every once in a while. Sure, the residual checks are good for my massive book sales, but just once I would love to see that excited glimmer of recognition in someone's eye as they glimpse me on my morning stroll, and not just because we are neighbors. This is the life of a writer. I start my day with a little yoga in the morning, centering my mind and hoping for some ideas to begin the gestation process deep within my thoughts. Inspiration is a fickle beast, however, and sometimes there will be weeks upon weeks when nothing comes. Either way, the sun never hesitates as it rises over my home in Billings, Montana. Time continues onward with or without my inspiration, and against it I am helpless. Sometimes I'll walk to my local coffee shop and get the gears turning. Other days I just sit in front of my computer screen staring at the blank page before me, a tiny blinking cursor taunting me with every pixelated flash. I've also found that working out gets the brain going sometimes, so I've been hitting the gym quite a lot, toning my body as a way to tone my mind. I've got no problem admitting that, for someone in a profession that's known for sitting alone in stagnation, I look pretty damn good these days. This is my basic routine, and not once do I get recognized as Buck Trungle, highly successful author of science fiction literature and the best-selling novel, Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt. Hailed as a transhumanist masterpiece, Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt has done wonders for my career. Yet my face goes almost entirely unknown to those around me. Sure, I get plenty of fan mail to a small P.O. box that I hold at the Billings Post Office, but other than that, the repercussions of my hard work rarely show themselves in the real world. These days, visiting the post office and checking my email have become sources of constant distraction, my ego craving the brief nuggets of love and adoration from fans who will never truly know anything about me. It's no wonder that my writer's block has gotten so severe over the last few weeks. I'm sitting in my office in the top story of my mid-century Montana home, looking out the window and trying desperately to find that spark of inspiration. My thoughts are wandering, completely unaware that my life is about to change forever. The familiar synthesized ding of an email alert suddenly pulls me from my trance and fills me with a jolt of excitement. I turn my attention back to the computer and open my mail, reading the subject of this mysterious new message aloud to myself. Lawsuit, I say, the single word making my brow furrow immediately. I open the message and continue to read. Dear Mr. Trungle, this is a formal notification of a civil suit being brought against you by myself for unpaid royalties while using my likeness as your basis of your book, Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt. As the sole writer of my own fiction, I am utterly confused by the words in front of me. Immediately, I sense that this may be some kind of sick joke, but I continue to read aloud. I understand that you are the writer of said novel, but I happen to be the novel itself. As the one being bought and sold, I demand 100% of the royalties generated by sales of Pounded in the Butt by My Own Butt and all related merchandise.